0: Hi, my name is Hannah Lynn. I live in Chicago and am married to a pastor. I call him John Miller. I graduated from Moody Bible Institute and am working on my master's in mental health. I cannot stop talking about the Bible and Jesus. So each week I want to keep it real with you and share what I'm learning. The Bible can apply to your real life right now. Don't believe me? Just give me a minute. You heard about the TV show called Ted Lasso. (laughs) Everyone is talking about it. My dad was so excited when I showed him where it was, where he could watch it because a lot of people have been talking about it. I watched the first season and I see why everyone is enjoying this show. I don't want to give much away, but the premise is that Ted gets hired to coach a professional football team. that's european soccer the only thing is he's never coached or even played soccer he's an american football coach and i will spoil a little bit here the boss has it out for him from the beginning she basically wants him to fail because of this we want desperately to see him win finally the good guy is the guy we are cheering for especially because his character shows that he will always pay back evil with good. It's such a great story, and it shows how repaying evil with good really is the ultimate payback. I brought you a little something. Oh, yeah. Cookies. <laughs> or, as y'all call them here, biscuits, right? Where did you get these? Well, I'm glad you like them. You know what? I'll start bringing these to you every morning. Called Biscuits with the Boss. That really isn't necessary. Okay, well mark this down as the first time we disagree then. When we talk about someone treating us poorly or hurting us intentionally, we will subconsciously think about that person doing evil to us. We will still categorize people in our lives as evil or good, whether we would say that out loud or not. When the phrase repay no one evil for evil is thrown out in a sermon, it's hard not to think, yeah, but you don't know what they did to me. I mean, relationships are messy. We are broken people. Uh, Family situations can be so tough. So when we talk about not paying back evil for evil, but evil with good, I want to make sure you know that I see you. I get it. And we can't broad brush every situation. That's why it's important to remember the context and pull from the passage of scriptures that we find this phrase is often quoted from. The first time we are told to not pay evil for evil is in Proverbs seventeen thirteen. If anyone returns evil for good, evil will not depart from his house. That's from the Proverbs. Actually, Proverbs talks about taking revenge so many times all over the Prover- the book of Proverbs. Proverbs twenty twenty two says, do not say I will repay evil. Wait for the Lord and he will save you. It's important to remember that the Proverbs are many wise sayings and sometimes miss the Christ character in that saying. That's why we have to go to the New Testament. It adds a certain aspect that the Proverbs doesn't have by connecting the power of the cross. That's what we see in Romans 12 and also in 1 Peter 3, 9. So if you want to go there with me, let's go. Here's what we really need to understand. Just taking evil intent and swallowing it is not the idea in these verses. If you just roll up your sleeves and take it, you'll find yourself beat up, discouraged, hurt, and left wondering, is God's word really true? You might be thinking, Hannah, that's a little extreme. I've been doing this for years. But when we watch evil win every time, it will affect us and our faith. How can it not? We can't separate that. We have to add the missing piece to the equation, but God... God is the piece of the equation that we cannot miss. Knowing God's character and when it comes to his kids, these verses take on an entirely different meaning. God died for us before we even knew him. He died for people who hated him. There's two things here that I want you to take note of. That kind of sacrificial love is yours today. And because of that kind of love, why wouldn't we be able to love our enemies? This doesn't mean we're a doormat or we don't speak up when someone is treating us with hate, evil intent, or cruelty. This means we don't fall into the same trick. We don't play the same games. Why? Because we are God's kids. He has shown us overwhelming grace, grace that is amazing. In Romans 12, we see that the context here is talking about those who are in the church, Christ's body, along with those who are outside the body of Christ. When we repay evil for evil, nothing is accomplished. You don't grow in that relationship, you don't close the gap of divides, you create disunity. Another thing that can happen if you repay evil for evil is that the other person can play the victim. You now no longer have a leg to stand on if you do the exact same thing they do. So not only is there disunity, no peace, but also the behavior cannot be confronted. Romans 12, 17 says, repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. Now, verses 18 to 21, it's a long read, but hang in with me because I think it's really important starting in verse 14. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one evil for evil. That's verse 17. But give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. Verse 18. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by doing so, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. There's two things here that I want to point out that is so true. The first one is when you provide kindness, somebody who is not kind to you you will bring burning shame on that person by your kind actions it's true and the second thing I want to note here is that you don't have to be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good. I love that word overcome because sometimes we can feel like we're drowning in just evil people around us or we can feel like there's evil situations around us and it can feel very... It can feel very overwhelming, kind of like a wave of evil. And I don't know where your situation is right now, but I know I just working with people, some situations can just feel too overwhelming to even think about because of how evil it can be. People can play tricks. People can play tricks. But because of the cross, we are called to overcome evil with good. The word repay would have been a phrase used in Greek. It was used in these ways. It's used as a phrase for to deliver, to give away for one's own profit, what is one's to own and sell. A debt, wages, things promised under oath, to render, account, to give back or to restore. Strong's definitions would be to give away, up, over, back, to deliver again, give again, repay, a payment made, perform, recompense, uh, render, uh, restore, reward, sell, yield. You get the point. And the same word is used in Matthew 6, 6, when the verse says, and your father who sees in secret will reward you. So it's basically saying, don't reward evil for evil, but reward evil for good. First Peter 3, 9 is another place that we find this phrase. It says, do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, bless For to this you were called, that you may obtain a blessing. Verses 17 through 22 says, For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that should be God's will, than for doing evil. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit in which he went and proclaimed to the spirits in prison because they formerly did not obey when God's patience waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was being prepared in which a few that is eight persons were brought safely through the water baptism, which corresponds to this now saves you, but not, Not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities and powers having been subjected to him. So if you're writing this down, I would say that 1 Peter 3, 9 is where we see this phrase connected to what Christ did for us. What a powerful image. I love verse 22 when it says, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities and powers having been subject to him. That's wild. And then verse 18, it says, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God. And, you know, in the Bible, we see this over and over again, that it's the kindness of Jesus Christ that will bring us to repentance. It's the kindness. Um, and it's it's a hard thing to swallow. But paying back evil with good really is the ultimate payback. And 1 Thessalonians is another place that we find this. This is 5. This is 515. See that no one repays anyone evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. So it's talking about the church and then also those outside of the church. So I wish it would say, you know, only those who are Christian or only those, you know, but it's everyone. Evil can be overwhelming. We can manipulate, gossip, hurt, twist conversations, lie, mock, and destroy relationships. When you truly are the victim in that scenario, You could experience trauma, distrust. You may even isolate to protect yourself. The longer I study mental health counseling, the more I see this. Do not be overcome by evil as a needed reminder. We need to be reminded that Christ did this for those who hated him. And we that doesn't mean that we put down boundaries and we just let everyone into our lives. But when we do come up against evil and it's a coworker that we can't really not work with or it's a family member, you know, when we do have to interact with them, their evil does not change how we interact with them. We are going to be kind. We are going to love like Christ loved us. Because we have that power and their actions, their words, whatever it is that is evil is not going to affect how we treat others, right? Because that's going to be the ultimate payback. And we're going to trust God's word at what it says that paying back evil with good is the ultimate, ultimate payback. And I do want to stop right here because boundaries are really important, especially if you have a family member or a coworker or somebody who has mental health uh, challenges. I think learning about that uh, mental health challenge and knowing what that person truly needs. And sometimes that means boundaries. Boundaries are kind. They don't need to be cruel. They don't need to be evil. Boundaries are not. Uh, evil things. If you truly care about a person, you are going to know what is kind and what is uh, beneficial for that relationship and what they need. And sometimes that means uh, having necessary boundaries to make sure that their relationship doesn't affect you in a negative way. And so there's a, there's a caveat when it comes to mental health challenges know what they struggle with know what boundaries you need personally with that relationship so that you're both healthy boundaries and being healthy that is kindness that is not evil that is um paying good to evil it's it's not it's not an evil thing when we talk about paying evil with good that doesn't mean putting your boundaries completely down that doesn't mean letting that person into your family again that doesn't mean uh, there's so many things because life is messy relationships are messy but boundaries is a good thing i just want to put a note there listen leave that evil to the wrath of god He said, vengeance is his, he will repay, don't be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good, be like Ted Lasso, because God is still a part of this equation. Doing good to those who meant evil is the ultimate payback. Wow, that's real, and I'm your host, Hannah Lynn. While you're here, don't forget to follow That's Real Radio. Hit like and share with a friend. If you want to find out more about me, the Bible, or Moody Radio, head over to that'srealradio.org. That's that'srealradio.org. That's that's Thanks for giving me a minute.